Good morning, and welcome to Current Radio. It's Thursday, January 11th. Today we're looking at what to expect in science this year, and a new project that uses isotopes to pinpoint the birthplaces of the enslaved. Plus, we delve into why Central American volcanoes are ideal for studying Earth's evolution, and catch up on the science stories you might have missed over the holiday period. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Science Station. Please enjoy today's selection of science news. Looking ahead to 2024, there are several key scientific events that we should all be keeping an eye on. From the mass of the neutrino to the neural basis of consciousness and even climate lawsuits at The Hague. Charlotte, can you give us a rundown of what we should be anticipating? Absolutely, Diego. There's a lot to look forward to in the world of science. Let's start with the neutrino. This elusive subatomic particle has been a subject of intense study for decades, and in 2024 we're expecting some significant findings regarding its mass. This could have far-reaching implications for our understanding of the universe. That sounds fascinating. And what about the neural basis of consciousness? That's a topic that's always intrigued me. It's a complex and fascinating field, Diego. Scientists have been trying to unravel the mystery of consciousness for years. In 2024, we're expecting some groundbreaking research that could shed light on how our brains generate consciousness. This could revolutionize our understanding of the human mind. And finally, the climate lawsuits at The Hague. What's the story there? Well, Diego, as the climate crisis intensifies, we're seeing more and more legal action being taken to hold governments and corporations accountable for their role in climate change. In 2024, we're expecting some major lawsuits at The Hague, which could set important precedents for climate justice. It's clear that 2024 is going to be a big year for science, and speaking of discoveries, let's rewind to 2013, when construction workers in Charleston, South Carolina, made a startling discovery while digging a trench for a local performing arts center renovation. They found human bones, which turned out to be from a late 18th century burial ground for enslaved Africans. Charlotte, can you tell us more about this discovery and the subsequent research? Absolutely, Diego. After the initial discovery, the city enlisted Ade Ofunian, a cultural anthropologist, to identify the people who had occupied the graves. These individuals, known as the Ancestors, were given a modern-day champion in Ofunian. He sought to learn their histories and honor their identities, even presiding over a traditional Yoruba naming ceremony in 2019. That's fascinating. And what happened after Ofunian's unexpected death in 2020? After Ofunian's death, the Anson Street African Burial Ground Project continued his work. They sought permission from Charleston's African-American community to extract DNA samples from the remains of the ancestors. The analysis revealed that many of the ancestors hailed from West Central Africa, West Africa, or Sub-Saharan Africa. One ancestor was found to have mixed West African and Native American heritage. That's a significant discovery. But I understand that DNA can only tell us so much. What other methods are researchers using to learn more about the ancestors? You're right, Diego. Vicky Elza, an anthropologist at the University of California, Santa Cruz, is using a tool called isotope mapping to trace the origins of the ancestors with more precision. 
by focusing on specific isotopes found in the ancient bedrock of Angola, Els and her team were able to create a map showing where different concentrations of these isotopes are found. They then compared these concentrations with those found in teeth recovered from the Charleston burial ground and other African burial grounds. This allowed them to pinpoint specific regions in Angola where some of the ancestors likely originated. That's incredible. And what are the implications of these findings? These findings will help form a more complete picture of the transatlantic slave trade. By pairing isotope data with other information like shipping records, researchers will be able to trace a person's likely path from the African interior to an Atlantic port and then to destinations throughout the Americas. This will provide a remarkably precise and personal view of who enslaved individuals really were. A truly remarkable achievement in historical research. And what's next for the Anson Street African Burial Ground Project? The project continues to work toward Ophanian's vision. An artist will create bronze casts of the hands of 36 Charleston residents who roughly match the ancestors' heritage, sexes, and ages at death. These will be placed atop a fountain at the site where the ancestors were reinterred. The basin of the fountain will incorporate soil from other nearby African-American burial grounds. It's a beautiful tribute to the ancestors and a symbol of unity for the community. A fitting tribute indeed. And speaking of unique natural phenomena, let's shift our focus to Central America, a region known for its rich biodiversity and also a geological paradise. The volcanic arc extending from Mexico to Costa Rica is a unique natural laboratory for studying Earth's evolution. Charlotte, can you tell us more about this? Absolutely, Diego. The Central American Volcanic Arc is a line of volcanoes formed due to the process of subduction, where one tectonic plate sinks beneath another. What makes this arc unique is the variety of magma types it expels, some of which are unique on the planet. This makes it an ideal place for studying different natural experiments in magma generation. So it's not just about the number of volcanoes, but the diversity of magma types. Can you explain why this diversity is important? Certainly, Diego. The diversity of magma types provides a wealth of information about the Earth's mantle, the layer beneath the crust. By studying these different magmas, scientists can gain insights into the processes that have shaped our planet over millions of years. For example, the geochemical variations from Nicaragua to Costa Rica are the most extreme on the planet offering a unique insight into the Earth's geological history. That's fascinating. And I understand that the region's geology has also had significant impacts on human history and culture, correct? Indeed, Diego. The volcanic activity in Central America has both created fertile lands for agriculture and caused devastating eruptions that have resulted in death and displacement. For example, the eruption of the Fuego volcano in Guatemala in 2018 killed more than 100 people. These events underscore the importance of understanding our planet's geological processes, not just for scientific knowledge, but also for disaster prevention and preparedness. It's clear that the geological features of Central America offer a unique window into the Earth's past and present. What does the future hold for this region? Well, Diego, as a tectonically and volcanically active zone, Central America will continue to evolve. Volcanoes will keep erupting and earthquakes will keep happening. It's a natural process of evolution. However, with ongoing research and advances in technology, 
scientists hope to improve our ability to forecast volcanic eruptions and better prepare for these natural disasters. In fact, in 2024, a group of international professionals will test new technologies to study volcanic processes at the Poas volcano in Costa Rica. That's a promising development. It's clear that Central America's geological paradise has much to teach us about our planet's past, present, and future. Now, let's dive into some interesting science stories that have emerged recently, starting with the polar bear fur-inspired sweater story. Charlotte, can you kick things off? Absolutely, Diego. So, scientists have developed a sweater that's inspired by polar bear fur. It's thinner than a down jacket, yet it provides the same level of warmth. This is an excellent example of biomimicry, where we take inspiration from nature to solve human problems. That's fascinating. And what about the discovery related to the juvenile tyrannosaur? In another intriguing development, scientists have found the stomach contents of a juvenile tyrannosaur for the first time. This discovery gives us a glimpse into the diet of these prehistoric predators. Moving on to space exploration, I understand there's been a hiccup with the OSIRIS-REx's sample container? Yes, indeed. Scientists are struggling to open the sample container from the OSIRIS-REx mission. The first look at the asteroid dust brought to Earth has been full of surprises, and it's proving to be a bit of a head-scratcher. Let's shift gears to academic integrity. I see that 2023 was a record year for retractions. Yes, it's a bit of a sobering statistic. More than 10,000 research papers were retracted in 2023, setting a new record. This highlights the importance of rigorous peer review and research integrity. And finally, let's end on a lighter note. I hear that cats like to play fetch. Yes, they do. But as any cat owner will tell you, it's always on their own terms. A recent study has shown that cats do enjoy a game of fetch, but unlike dogs, they decide when and how the game is played. Well, that's a delightful note to end on. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for sharing these stories, Charlotte, and for tuning in to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.